Welcome to Raising the Standard, where our mission is to call you as a modern Christian man to raise the standard in your life. I believe that you are called to take dominion in life and in order for us to fully expand and occupy in those places that God has called us to occupy, we must become the man we are created and called to be. In today's episode, we are going to dive into a topic that all men wrestle with. In fact, all people wrestle with this, and it is the comparison trap. In today's episode, we are going to break down how this is affecting us, how we fall into it, and how does Jesus respond to the men of his day when they start falling into the comparison trap. Let's get into it. You are listening to Raising the Standard, leadership, mindset, and development for the kingdom man. If you've ever wondered, how can I be the man God created me to be? Or maybe you asked yourself, what purpose does God have for my life? If that sounds like you, then you're in the right place. My goal is simple, to help you access the unfair advantage all Christian men have and give you actionable strategies to reach your full potential. My name is Josh Kachadorian. I am a best-selling author, husband, father, disciple, and son of Jesus Christ. If you're ready to get off the sidelines, upgrade into your identity as a kingdom man, and take the territory that God has for you, then it's time to raise the standard. Hey guys, welcome to Raising the Standard. I want to share a stat that I just read that I found very alarming. According to Psychology Today, research shows that as much as 10% of our thoughts involve some degree of comparison. That's 10% of everything we're thinking. We may be allocating that to looking at someone else, looking back in the mirror, and thinking about how we measure up or how we don't measure up. The most alarming thing about this stat, it does not even take into account the rise of social media. Every day, it seems like there's another platform. There's something new to keep up with. There's another distraction. There's another notification going off. And these all cause us to lose our focus and to look at what the guy next to us is doing. And if you're not dealing with it in social, you're probably dealing with it in other aspects of your life. When it comes to work, we constantly measure ourselves up to how are we comparing among our peers? How are we doing next to our colleagues? If you're running your own business, you are no doubt looking at the market landscape and evaluating your competitors to see how you are doing in light of how the market's doing, in light of how the next guy's doing or the competitor's doing. So we are bombarded constantly with distractions and also valid concerns to see how we measure up. And this brings us into comparison. And when we're comparing ourselves to others, we're actually taking our eyes off who we are, who we're created and called to be, and what we are called to do. And this is a trait of human nature. This was no different in the day and age that Jesus lived. The men of his day still compared themselves to other guys. It's just part of our nature. It's what we do. And whether you travel, whether you meet people for work, what happens when two guys meet each other for the first time? What do we say? Hey, what do you do for a living? 
That's a great opening question. But when we ask that, there's also a QBQ. There's a question behind the question. And that question we're really looking for is how do I measure up to this person? And then emerges the status, then emerges the scale and that internal measuring system that we put ourselves into. And that for some guys can determine whether you feel powerful or it could actually alter your chemistry where you feel down for the day because you're in the presence of someone greater and you feel that you should be there. However that plays out for you, this is real. Regardless of whether that's something you've actually done or not, some guys have, we are comparing ourselves to people, whether consciously or unconsciously. I want to share with you an audio that I made where I talk about how Jesus deals with comparison. If you're new to the show, welcome. We are a podcast. We are on all the major podcast platforms. We also have a YouTube channel called Raising the Standard. And you can watch the shows and the episodes on YouTube, or you can listen to us right here on your favorite podcast app. I'm going to play an audio from a YouTube video that we produced and we put on the channel. And I want you to hear it because the message is so important. And when I first posted this, I shared it on my social media, Instagram. You can find me at Kingdom Athlete, same thing on Facebook. When people saw the video, I got so many messages and I got a lot of people telling me, wow, this is right on. This is exactly what I needed to hear. And you know what? I'm going to tell you guys something else that when I listen to it, I'm like, wow, this is exactly what I need to hear. Because it's possible to make content or to preach a message or to say something and then realize you're saying that for yourself as well. So being totally transparent with you, this message was something I need to listen to and I need to go back regularly to remind myself that I need to stay focused on what I am called to do. So what you're going to hear in a moment is the audio from that YouTube clip and I want to warn you, it is going to sound a little bit different because we took the audio from the video production. However, the message is powerful and I don't want you to miss it. So in this clip, I'm going to break down how Jesus responds to comparison among his crew, among his disciples. He chose to do life with 12 men. He takes them from an ordinary circumstance. He plucks them out of the fishing industry, of tax collection, of all the different occupations and things they were doing, their walks of life, and he pulls them into his world and their life will never be the same. But they are still dealing with issues that you and I deal with today and every day. And we are going to look at two biblical accounts of how Jesus deals with comparison. The first one is a parable that he told. It's called the parable of the vineyard. You may know this story, but let me give you a quick synopsis, high level view of it. In the parable of the vineyard, there is a set of workers that is hired by the owner of the vineyard to work all day for an agreed amount of wages. As they get going in their day, it's a couple hours in, and later in the afternoon, the owner of the vineyard decides he needs some more help, so he goes and he recruits some more men to come in and help. So you got this first set that started early in the morning, and you got this second set of workers that are joining a little bit later in the day. So obviously the first set did a little bit more work than the second set will be doing. However, at the end of this parable, as Jesus is telling it to the crowd that's gathered around him, he says at the end of the parable, the landowner went to go pay out the wages and he paid all of the workers, both set one and set two, the same wage. Now, 
in this parable, we see set one, the workers that started early in the day are irate. They are upset. They're like, how is this fair? We've been here all day. And when the landowner addresses the first set of workers that are saying it's not fair, his response is a strong question in the original language. What does that matter to you? You agreed to do it for this wage. Why are you comparing yourself to these people? You already have your labor. You already have your agreed upon wage. So we see this issue of comparison come up. And the landowner, who I believe is represented by the Father, is represented by Jesus in this parable. What does that matter to you? Okay, story number two. This story happens around a lake. Jesus had just resurrected and he's walking with his disciples in his resurrected body around the Lake of Galilee. And as he's walking, he's having this this awesome conversation with Peter and we get a front row seat through the scripture to eavesdrop on what's being said here. And Jesus starts unveiling and revealing to Peter what's going to happen in Peter's future. And he actually starts speaking and telling him about the death that he will die, the way he will die, and the type of death he will have. And as he's explaining this to Peter, he says, your death will bring glory to God. Peter, upon hearing this, looks around. He actually looks behind him and he sees the apostle John walking behind him and says, hey, what about him? Jesus's response is priceless. And Jesus looks at Peter and says, if I want him to remain until I come, what does that have to do with you? You follow me. Do you see what happens there, guys? Comparison crept in. The first thing Peter does upon revealing this, upon hearing this statement from Jesus about how his death will glorify God, and it's a, it's an honor that he's getting this firsthand information from the Lord himself. The first thing he does, he starts comparing himself to the other disciples. He looks behind him, sees John, says, what about him? How does Jesus respond? What does that have to do with you? Jesus crushes comparison. And then he looks at Peter and says, you follow me. And I actually want to challenge you, if you know other friends that are dealing with this and they're constantly looking at others and thinking they don't measure up, I want you to share this message of how Jesus crushes comparison. Feel free to send them this video. And if you want to learn more about how Jesus sets the standard for masculinity, you can grab the standard, Discovering Jesus is the Standard for Masculinity on Amazon, or you can visit the website at standard59.com. We'll see you in the next video. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed that audio clip of how Jesus crushes comparison. This is such an important message. I do firmly believe that other men need to hear this message. So if it spoke to you, if you could resonate with any part of that, I'm going to ask you to please hit the three dots on your app in the podcast and send that, share the episode, just hit the share button, share it to social or share it and send it directly to a friend of yours. And believe me, when we start talking about this and we let our guard down, we get a little bit more transparent with each other, you're gonna find out you're not the only one. So guys, you're free to go back to this episode and listen to it whenever you need to. And I'm just gonna be honest with you, I do. 
I go back and I listen to that audio clip because I need to hear it and sometimes on a regular basis because it's so easy with the cares of the world, the attacks of the enemy, the distractions we face to get off your course and off your mark. And if you're off your mark and if you're off your game and you're not running your race, then you're sidelined. And what will happen is you'll end up sidelined from your destiny and the specific, unique calling that you have on your life. And I believe you have one. I believe I have one. If you want to learn more about that, go back to episode one, where I tell you success is synonymous with God's will for your life. And every man has a mountain to take. Till the next episode, guys, let's raise the standard. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If what you heard here today resonated with you and you want to fully step in to be the man that God created and called you to be, then I want to give you a free guide. It's called The Map, and you can get it at standard59.com. In The Map, I will give you 12 biblical strategies that every kingdom man pursuing biblical masculinity must honor. If you're ready to step off the sidelines and pursue the upward call, then get the map today at standard59.com. That's standard59.com. Hey, if there's a brother in your life that needs to hear this message, then share this show with them. And please leave us a rating and review. It helps get the message out there to more men. Until the next show, guys, let's raise the standard.